What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Parker Chronicles podcast. I am your host, Brett Parker, and joining me is my co-host, my brother, Adam Parker, and joining us for the sixth week in a row on this crazy, ridiculous journey that is Paul W.S. Anderson's Resident Evil. We have none other than Piggy. Welcome back. For the final goddamn chapter of this. So good. Oh, God, it hurts. It's so great. Listen, I've been. (laughs) These movies are perfect. I love them. They're so good. So, so good. Oh, my God. Yo, Nemesis, thanks for that 29-month resub. You said I had to be quiet, so I decided and to in- interpret my opinions. Rudy, elsewhere. dropping in that 16-month resub. Thank you so much. Welcome, everybody, to the show. We are here to talk about Resident Evil, the final chapter, the final film in the Paul W.S. Anderson Resident Evil wait, debauchery. Wait. wait, can I get a... It's the last one. yes it's finally over but guess what it's not over until the end of this podcast because we still have to talk about this shit fucking movie yes i waited the 30 seconds to uh, wait to swear to get my first fuck in there guess what if you didn't see the tweet today if you didn't see the tweet today there was actually a question that no one answered how many times am i gonna say fuck today well it's already been twice so hold on to something baby because it's gonna be a fucking ride before we start before we start how hard do i have to run to stick my head through this wood paneling i don't know i've i really haven't uh, gone over there and rather do that than ever watch any of these fucking movies (laughs) ever again i literally I don't even know. So good. I was folding laundry while I was watching this movie. I was like sitting in my bed and I was like folding laundry and I had subtitles up because I always have the subtitles up and I was watching the movie and there were times when like I was reading what was being said. I knew what was being said. I knew kind of what was going on, but it just didn't make sense none of it none of it made sense this alice doesn't make sense the storyline doesn't make sense it was a cheap cop-out all of this is just bullshit like i just i have so many questions i have so much anger and the worst of it all is the fact that the only monsters from the actual franchise that are in there are repeats of the last movie Oh, and they added the dog. Yeah. They put more dogs in there. Yay. Yep. A lot of a lot of creatures you go. Movie. A lot of creatures oh, are going, where the hell did they come from? Seconds. Yeah. You're like, where did these freaking things come from? Huh? Where, where did they come from? Where did no they explanation. Have, like, it's a defense. It was a defense dogs. system, okay? Was they it? had it all planned out. Yes, oh, yeah. it was 200 dogs that aren't It was called Project again. Cerberus. It's so they were ready. Well, they I thought Project was it, I thought Project Cerberus was the dogs. We and the dogs Project have been in the movies, so the that's dogs. that's fine. I understand the dogs. Yeah. They've been in this franchise since the first one. But wh- where did that giant bat come from? Oh, that that's the ter- gargoyle on steroids. Where did so. the pterodactyl come from? Like are we watching oh, Jurassic Park on crack? Oh, no, this is a hunchback. Notre Dame, I'm 
Maniac Faces, those guys are from Resident... They start out in Resident Evil 4, and they are also present in Resident Evil 5. Um, they're also present in Resident Evil 6. Fun. Um, but those ones I do believe are based mostly off of the ones from 4, as is most things in, the, in these movies for whatever fucking reason, because obviously 4 is the best one of all of those. Spoiler alert, they're all trash. Um, yeah. 4, 5, and 6 are just garbage. I, they're garbage games. I wait, wait, wait. Them. You don't like um, 4? I, 4 is the highest rank, ranked out of 4, 5, and 6. But on my list of Resident Evils that I enjoy, I enjoy Outbreak more than wow. I enjoy 4. That's some, that, that's a, a first for me. I don't think I've really heard many people say that. I'd rather four play is four. not good. I'd rather play four over and over again than ever watch any of these. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, I would, yeah. I would play six over and over again on the hardest difficulty. Yes, yes. rather than watch any of these, and if, I am almost, I'm almost done with six. And let me tell you, this game is cursed. I've gotten hives and ended up in the ER. I had my sink explode. Oh wow! <laughs> like, maybe maybe you should switch games for a while. I don't know. My therapist told me I should. <laughs> so, I this is my biggest gripe. Before we get into what every like everybody thinks of the movie, and clearly, if you haven't been listening to the show since we started, you guys, all, everybody here knows what we think of this movie. But I it I don't understand how someone can write all of the films the same person in this there's no consistency oh i just want to state i can hear my voice from somebody else so i'm just throwing that out there probably is me my mic's been being really like okay touchy and it wants it wants to let everybody hear everybody all the time forever it just makes no sense to me how the same person can write every movie and it's it's just so inconsistent. There's just like how do you erase you erase stuff that happened in the prior film or you just completely get rid of characters and don't explain to us what happened to them or it's like this small explanation that's just so shitty. It's such a cop out. Oh, we couldn't get these actors to come back so we just had to come up with some bullshit reason why they're not back. Listen, these movies are bad enough. Just recast them. Who cares? Seriously, find somebody else to play Chris Redfield. Because guess what? He isn't in this film. Oh, hey, what happened to the deaf daughter from the last film? Oh, she ain't there. Uh, who else is missing? Oh, Jill's not there. Where's Leon? Where, where's, where is everybody? They're That's dead. the thing, though, is they're dead because Isaac says one little thing, but it's such a cop-out and it's such bullshit. No, I, I agree. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's so literally, stupid. Literally, you find out they're dead over the dumbest reasons. Like, they're literally all dead. But, yeah, they're like, we don't want to pay these people, so oh they're dead. They're, they're literally just dead. I... It's something else. <sighs> but so, we have Claire. Yay um, for Claire. Yeah, and she was... And she, her character was useless in this movie, as was literally every character in this movie. I, To be honest, and I'm gonna... And, and it's crazy to say... Uh, but in my opinion, Isaacs, the actor who plays Isaacs, he was the best actor in this movie. He was just like, he, just, he was, a, he's, I mean, this guy is a 
very he plays bad guys very well. I don't think I've ever seen a movie with him where he's you not playing a bad guy. The guy who plays Wesker's because oh, Wesker's he's terrible. Trash. He's, oh trash. my god. <sighs> Let's just break down every character in this movie. Uh, everybody's garbage, but the guy who <laughs> the guy who plays Isaac's because to be honest, he played a a, a decent. Like he's just he puts off that I, vibe and I love it, but he's just in a bad movie. I won't say too much, but I did not like his clone. Yeah, well, like, that's the thing like, though, is you don't know it's a clone until the end of the movie. Spoiler alert, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Whatever. Spoiler alert for anybody Whatever. who's wanting to watch these. Spoiler alert. No one don't. wants to watch don't these. Do it. Don't do watch just them don't when they're tied don't. to a chair. Do not watch these movies. Don't watch them. Nope. There you go. But also, like, so Isaacs is, out of everybody, Isaacs is the best actor. And, like, out of every single person on in this movie, mostly because of the fact that the dude who played Isaacs plays, like, three or four different Isaac. Yeah. Like, there are so many different personalities that he plays, and he does it really, really well, all of them. But Alice, I think she was just done. Like, I don't think yeah, she gave a shit. No, I, I, also I, think, don't. I also, I also think the writing for her was horrible. Like, I think she, tr- like, I can see she was trying, <clears throat> but the writing, like, like I said before, and we'll, go, I'll go over it again when we get into the movie. But they set her up for failure for her character. They really did. They set her up for. Fa- her the writing for her character was legit trash and i said trash a lot in the series but that was legit <laughs> burning garbage for her writing of her character it was the worst writing i've ever seen in a character in any movie and i've watched very bad movies but for for but i should say for a movie that was supposed to be good and not meant to be a b movie this was a b movie like the worst me. part is is that she was set up for failure and she was doing really, really good with being set up for failure until this movie. And I don't know if it was because she was just sick and tired of doing these movies or if it was because like the character was actually this bad. Like, I don't know if it was her. Well, let's put it this way. The character. Was it her husband or was it her? Look at us. We're we're three people out of millions of people that have watched this movie, right? And this is our reactions. So if you're a person that's known for acting and you're she is a good actress, I will give that to her. So if you're if you know your potential and you get put in that kind of place, wouldn't you get sick of it too? Like we're just three nobodies out there that have watched this movie and this is how we're reacting to it. So imagine how she feels in that role. So she probably was sick of it. I mean, you did six of these I- trash ass movies yeah you're probably done with it that she has to have her name and like her face as the resident evil franchise because of this like she she doesn't deserve that and it's funny because like when i think of the resident evil movie franchise i always look back on it with like really really fond memories but holy shit was i right to never watch past three yeah ever i would I am yeah. going to try and forget these and I'm going to try and go back to these being happy memories. You better start was... you better start chugging those Arizonas then. <sighs> so welcome in Juicy. Uh, uh just 
I mean, if you want to get the best experience out of these out of these films, just listen to the podcast. They're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts. Just listen to the shows. Don't put yourself through these films. Just don't do it. I'm sorry. These movies are not good. 12 hours of your time, never get back. Especially the final three. Like, the first three, I can get away with those. I can understand those. You're not going to be like, wow, I absolutely wasted this time, and I hate myself for watching these things. But four, five, and six? Nah. Yeah. It's bad. The, it, it's rough. What I give the like is if you want to watch the Resident Evils, like Picky said, watch the first three. The first two were made in the early two thousands, so they they and they feel like early two thousands action films, which I give it a pass on like some of the corniness and the CG isn't great. Uh three is kind of still trash, but I would say watch it because to be honest, the way that they go from four to six. It, it they get rid of a bunch of stuff. There's stuff that you're like, how is this happening now? How does it go from a desert to it just being like, you know, just a rundown city? Oh, there's there's forests now. What? Yeah, there's forests. There's water. There's what do you mean? I, have a, I have a better suggestion. Don't even waste your time with any of these movies and go watch a real series like Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter or anything else that is not this. Just because. play the games. You're better yeah, off. Yeah, play. Just yeah. watch let's plays of people not talking while the game is played. Yes. Just watch that. Do it. You'll be fine. If you don't want to play the game and you just want to watch it, <laughs> go for it. It's going to be better and more rewarding than this. It really is. Yep. But it's just like, okay, so I'm going I'm to start off the serious conversation here now that we've ranted. So, how the hell did we get back to everything's a fucking desert? I don't know. I I really don't know. When we left DC in 5, it was on fire, but there were trees, and there was stuff around it, (laughs) and there was, like, a thing around it, and we leave with Wesker being like, I'm a good guy, and, like... Everybody's standing there and they're all just like, wow, in front of this giant wall of zombies coming along. And then when this movie starts, Alice is waking up in the desert again in front of DC and like in front of the White House. And yeah, yeah but I, uh, the only thing I'll say is I think uh, like some time has passed, like a lot more than you think because the way she's so desperate. In the beginning so she of said film. that 10 years in total has passed, which, so the first movie was the day of. Um, second movie was, I do believe, three months later. Um, then third movie was, I think, six months after that. No, third movie, Four. no, the third movie uh, was five years later. Five, five years? years from the original, from the original film. Because it so the first one takes place in 2002, which was the release date of or release yeah. year of the first one. The second one was so, you were right; it was like a few months later. And then the okay, third so this one movie was is 2012. Supposedly, yeah, it's a two, it's 2012. But in in actuality, this is 14 damn years after the original Resident Evil. That's when when this movie came out. But it takes place in 2012. It's all lazy writing. 
so much clone shit. I, I was over it. I'm sick of everyone being a clone. It's just like, come on, it's man. Such a call out. What are you doing? It's such a call out. Why did you even bother? Like, I feel like Paul Anderson, he literally wrote this movie because he's like, I have to end this. I have to find some way to end it. So I'm just going to botch it. I'm just going to put a bunch of things together to kind of get this conclusion. And then at the end, it's still not even concluded. There's still a possibility. Hope to whatever God you worship. It never happens, but they leave it open. She's, you know, right? she goes off into the they sunset. She's like, guess what guys? The antivirus is, it's going to take a while to, to get around the world. And you're like, well, I mean, well, she, pretty shit. Much says she pretty much says it's going to get around the world and it will, but it's going to take time. So she has to continue to do her job until then. Yeah, it's oh god. I mean, it I'm just happy it's over. Oh, so something that really irked me at the end was she was not very far away from where she broke the little glass thing, and like they didn't even have like a mister. They were just like boop, break it on the ground, and it's like yeah. again, spoiler alert. This is the end of the movie. She breaks the freaking vaccine on the ground, and it. Makes oh, all the crap. zombies just go to sleep. Yep. Um, like the the horde of zombies. Yeah, but it, it was just as bad when it first started because he literally breaks it on the floor, and all of a sudden it's like he breaks it on the floor. But people weren't turning into zombies like immediately. No. Like people were breathing it in, but what it, it what it eventually took was like after the initial people in the area where he broke it got infected because those were the ones who inhaled the direct virus afterwards it was just ever present in their body and it wasn't making them turn what was making them turn was being attacked and physically dying getting bitten dying yeah. getting the infection and stuff like that which the infection from the zombie virus travels really fast um so it's it is very similar, but also at the same time, like I said, she wasn't very far away from where she broke it, and there's still these giant flying centipedes. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I have a crazy story that I uh, was on IMDb about a stunt woman for this film. Uh, stunt woman Olivia Jackson was involved in a motorcycle crash during filming. The dangerous stunt involved her driving a motorcycle towards a camera mounted on a crane. While she wore no helmet as the shot required her not to, the crane malfunctioned and didn't move out of the way in time. Noticing this, she tried and failed to block it with her arm. She received several serious life-threatening injuries, including a twisted spine, broken discs, brain bleeding, scattered scapula, nerves torn, leaking cerebral fluid, Degloved face, which is when facial skin is ripped off to reveal muscle tissue and teeth. Shattered eye socket, which had to be put together with tweezers, cheekbone, and stabbing her eardrum. Fingers torn from her hand and entire bone ripped out of her arm. Her left arm, which suffered these injuries, was injured so badly it had to be amputated. She was put into a medically induced coma for 17 days to perform all of the surgeries. Uh, Paul Anderson was so devastated by the accident that he nearly quit the project while Mila visited Jackson in the hospital and brought her flowers. I don't know why you need to add that. Jackson sued and won the production company for the workplace injuries as she was initially only compensated $33,000 for the injuries. 
all of that happened to her. This woman nearly died. She, I mean, every single thing I just said is horrifying. That is from uh, that's uh, that's like something that happens in one of the Saw movies. Everything that just was said. And thirty-three thousand dollars would not even cover most of her hospital bill. No. Even if uh, she had amazing insurance, that would not cover even half of that. That was probably over a million dollar surgery. Surgeries, I should say. Oh, oh, uh, most is... definitely, maybe more. She literally had to be put together, put back together. Like, that is insane. I remember actually hearing about this uh, when the movie initially came out. I was like, oh, great, another one of these movies. And then I remember it was on like E or something where they talked about that. And I was like, damn, that is, that is crazy. That's probably one of the most horrific stunt accidents I've ever heard of. Um, and, and she lived, which is even crazier. Uh, that's tough. Um, another thing that I want to talk about before we get into the plot of why this movie is stupid and how Paul Anderson has no consistency through any of these films. Uh, so now the Red Queen is a different girl. Oh, and it's this person now. Instead of back in those back uh, in two, it was Marcus. It was Ashford's daughter that was modeled into the Red Queen. Oh, but now it's um. Oh, so oh, guess what, everybody? Spoiler alert: Alice is a clone. The OG Alice is a clone of the daughter of the guy who founded Umbrella. What? And we're finding out about this dude in the final movie? Which also what? happens to be the exact same plot line of Ashford in the first movie. It really is. When we go to they literally daughter and stuff like that. It is the exact same. It is the entire same storyline just implanted onto another person. And they're like, surprise, bitches. It's actually Alice. I just don't understand. It's we did they just retcon? Are they retconning too? The same thing. We could have taken the same thing and taken the original actress that was the daughter of Ashford. We could have pulled her back in, and she could have been the original Alice. She could have done that. This could have been a thing that all tied it all well, back together. Now, and we would have been like, "Wow, amazing!" But they now, didn't. What if? Okay, so th I'm just trying to hold this on by like a, I don't even know anymore, like a zip tie. Um, what if they made that story to, in the in the actual story, to kind of distract Alice from knowing she's a clone? So what if that whole thing was just like a ploy for her to not find out the true story behind the Red Queen? Like, what if that was, you know what I'm oh. saying? Like, maybe this whole story of Ashford was just like, they told him that, okay, this is what it is, but it really wasn't kind of thing. Are you, are you insinuating that there was a clone of the actual storyline that went on? So we have just another clone. No, 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 no. So what if Ashford's so daughter- So many goddamn clones. What if what no? What I'm saying is, what if Ashford's daughter was actually Alice, but he's just playing a a decoy father, so he wasn't actually the father of this girl. It was oh. actually the other guy. That that would be interesting if they actually explained any of that shit. 
if that was the actual thing. It's crazy. You wrote a you wrote a better screenplay in that five in that five you know or fifteen second explanation. I I actually did think of this during the movie. I said, "What if?" Because I thought of that. What if Ashford was just a decoy? Because he didn't actually do anything. He was just this guy. He He was literally just a programmer. He was IT for Umbrella. Is what the is what Ashford was. But Miles was the creator of the T virus. And he was the he was wasn't he the founder of Umbrella? Yes. Yes, he was. He was he was the co-founder with Isaacs because. Isaacs was the one I think who funded the research, whereas he was the one who did the research. Right. So I don't know. I think I'm on to something though. It was great. I would bet money that if you went to Paul W. S. Anderson and you brought that up and you were like, is this what you were really trying like, to do? He would have been like, Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Exactly what I and was he thinking. Just would steal your idea. Listen, but if you really think about it, that's the only way it can make sense. Otherwise, this whole story was—I mean, it is trash. But it, it completely was kiboshed because they—he fucked up his own writing. How do you do that? Because you—you contradicted your entire storyline from start to beginning or beginning to end. Wow. Start to finish. It's, okay. We get. We get. We'll get. Yeah. That. There we go. Hello. <clears throat> no. Um. That's the only way it makes sense. I mean, otherwise, this whole story of this movie is literally doesn't make any sense. So, well, I, not that I care because <clears throat> I really don't because I thought they were all trash. But I mean, it, it's, besides that, so uh, anyways, this uh, movie... should we say how we feel about this movie? Should we go? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let's yeah, <laughs> let's let's do that. Yeah, let's yeah, let's do it. that. Piggy, what'd you think about this this movie? I fucking hated it. I hated every <laughs> second of it. It was the weirdest, just biggest fever dream that I've ever experienced in my life. I had no idea what was going on in any of the action scenes. Everything was shaking. It was like, I was just like, I I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I have these moments where my eyes just like shake and it's hard for me to focus on things. And that's what it felt like, but I was watching it. I was watching a movie that was filmed like this. And they did the thing where it's like the, I think it's an Old Spice commercial where it's like, look at me, now back to him, now back to me, now back to him, now back to me, I'm on a horse. That thing, like that was every action scene where it was like, it was shaky and also like just back and forth. Not... It wasn't even staying anywhere long enough for me to understand what was happening, what was going on. And I just, I have so many questions. The tyrant that they had in the movie was not a tyrant from anything that I've seen, played, or heard of. Um, It wasn't even related to anything. It kind of looked like they took the tyrant from Resident Evil 1 and just like, kind of used fun parts of that. And they were like, yeah, that's fun. The giant giant teepees sure and they just put it on a thing and like the whole time like i just alice couldn't figure out who the bad guy was meanwhile at the end she's like i know who the bad guy was because you're still alive and it's just like why didn't you do this while everybody was still alive so that way like maybe you could have lived and the fact that they give you five minutes to become emotionally attached to any character and then immediately just kill everybody. I just, I hated it. I hated everything. 
Adam? Oh, uh, um, <laughs> pile of shit. Uh, everything about this movie was a pile of shit. Uh, the story was trash. Uh, mm-hmm. Characters, trash. Mm-hmm. Except for one. I have to agree that uh, Isaacs didn't... Human Isaacs was good. Uh, for me, personally. Um, it just... Like, I I thought maybe the action would keep me... And I had to watch this at my computer because I did not want to fall asleep. <laughs> so I, I sat here like this and I just cringed and bled from the eyes and I withstanded this torture and it was it was this had to be the worst film of the series and i can say that oh I, i'm glad you said the series i'm like it's about to be not, like, of, not of all time no, <laughs> I mean, but uh, of this series this is garbage doesn't make any sense it's just a bunch of crap heap just thrown into a trash pile and he was like money Hopefully I make some. Oh, guess what? He did. Can I just say that you clean up really great for having blood out of your eyes not very long ago? Mm, yeah, right? you know, I, I got like a little, a little like I got like black eyes, but you know, the blood's gone. Cleaned up real quick, real quick. Showered. No, but it's, it's bad. So Mark, what did you feel about this movie? This movie was fucking awful. This sucked so bad. I wanted it to end as it started it's just so there is not one thing in this movie where i was like that's cool nope it all sucks everything about it there's not one redeeming factor that made me go you know what that wasn't that bad i was i got nauseous no joke in some of those action scenes because of the fact they're jump cutting 75 different times i don't know what's happening why can't you just zoom out and show fight scenes why haven't you just watch good action movies and just copy that the way you film that? Like, why are you cutting so much? I, the editing is this is the worst editing of any of the films in this franchise. It's so bad. And there have been some bad editing in this in, the, in these films. This is the worst. Absolutely the worst. I, oh, it's so bad. Alice sucks in this movie, and I've liked her uh, throughout this franchise. Uh, Claire is useless. Um, Isaacs, I like the actor who plays Isaacs. I think he did he did a, a good job for what he had. Wesker, absolutely useless in this franchise. Why was he even part of it? They 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 in number four they made him out like he was going to be a big deal, and then he turned out not to be a big deal. Can I just say my favorite part of Wesker was the wig glue that you could see? Yeah, I loved it favorite part of oh series. my god and i just don't understand how you set up the end of retribution with that really with that scene of them on the white house with all the zombies and all the creatures and like to be honest i was like okay maybe this is you know wesker you know i i, I want to see where this goes and then this movie opens to all of that shit happening already and alice is all by her lonesome in this like desolate apocalypse and you're like why would you set that up for this? This sucks. What? And she's getting chased by a giant bat thing. What the fuck is that? It's a gargoyle on it's steroids. It's stupid. I really want everyone to get that across. Oh. Like, that's what I thought. I, I went, 
when it first happened, I went, is that a gargoyle? And then, and then I saw the full thing and I went on steroids. Yes. Gargoyle on steroids. This, this movie's just so bad. It's just so bad. Oh. I was, I, I actually <laughs> fell asleep for about five minutes in the middle of this movie. And I woke up and I was terrified because I was like, how much of this did I miss? How much am I going to have to go back and rewatch? Because I miss, I missed like five minutes and it was a stupid scene in the wind tunnel where fucking Ruby Rose, who I like her, she freaking gets sucked up in the, uh, in the wind turbine. You're like, you want to know how much I hated the series? I would rather sit down for like 12 hours a day and torture myself with crash bandicoot time trial levels and have to get every diamond than ever watch any of these movies ever again. And if you know how hard it is to get any of that in Crash Bandicoot, I, that's how bad it is. That I can't I can't do it. I would replay Resident Evil 6 driving trials. rather than watch this entire series. I would rather just do those over and over and over again until the amount of time that all of these movies add up to than watch from three forward ever again. Ever. And the driving trials in Resident Evil 6 are absolutely hysterically bad. They are, you have never played a driving game worse than Resident Evil 6. Yep. You never have, and you never will. And it I was just no. Uh, I didn't even know you could drive in Resident Evil. That's how. That's how different. That's how these games have gotten. And you want to know why? Fun fact that I found out about why Resident Evil Five and Six were so much more action oriented because they wanted to model themselves off the movies. So thank you, Paul W. Sanderson, and your shitty ass movies for ruining the goddamn games. Because Thanks, buddy. Thanks. That's why these are the most controversial games. I these are these are the games in the Resident Evil series that actually divide and conquer Resident Evil fans because there's about five percent of fans that are just die-hard lovers of five or six, and this is five percent collectively between the people who love five and six, and. They are just bad. They are bad. I have played so many games, and these are just bad. There is no way to say it's good. They are like Call of Duty with zombies, but, like, done so extremely poorly that it's unplayable. And that is a talent to make a game that's so simplistic with just two players unplayable yeah okay well so this, this movie yeah this movie we're, doing, we're doing good so far yeah so this What's uh up? this movie was released january 27 2017 technically it's considered a 2016 movie don't know why it's released in 2017 uh first resident evil movie not to be released in september weird fact but they always came around my birthday and then they moved it to january and that's why your movie sucked even though all the rest of them weren't great either uh this movie was budgeted around 40 million dollars 25 million dollars less than the prior film and uh it made a worldwide box office of 312 million dollars making it the highest grossing resident evil film oh 
Uh, don't worry. No, you know. Please, I'm just let it be over. Just stop it. This is also the longest running Resident Evil movie in this franchise, at running at an hour and forty seven minutes. Too goddamn long. Um, this movie was actually supposed to be released in twenty fourteen, but Mila. Uh, uh, Jovovich. I'm going to fuck up her name even though I literally looked up how to say her name. Why? She was pregnant. She got pregnant before they started filming and so they had to delay production, which means Paul W.S. Anderson, maybe you should look over your script. You have two extra years. Look over your script. What happened? He didn't care. Oh, I he just... made a lot of money. Yeah. Sorry, my Discord froze. You guys still hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. You were starting to lag, lag. So, but yeah, we can hear you. Yay fine. for whatever the hell the issue is. Uh, but yeah, uh, this movie is supposed to come out in 2014, but couldn't because Mila got pregnant, and so it came out in 2017. <sighs> also, uh, before I was talking about how there was a very severe accident, um, uh, on the set. Uh, guess what? Also, there was another accident that happened during the filming of this movie. Uh, during filming in South Africa, an improperly secured Humvee slid off of a rotating platform, crushing crew member Ricardo Cornelius against a wall. He was rushed to the hospital and placed on life support, but he died a few hours later. It was the film's second onset accident and the only fatal one, and the film is dedicated in his honor. I feel like if somebody has died on your site, you should probably just stop. Yeah. Like, just don't even it. make it. Just no. be like, we're done. We're not doing this. We're over this. Two people, like one person did die. A second person almost died and they still kept making this. Wait, Why? which one happened first? Because <clears throat> if, if the death oh, happened I, I mean, it first, doesn't, it doesn't give me a time frame, but it was. No, but I'm saying if the death happened first and then the other one. I mean, regardless, actually, how the timeline goes, I would, I would just camp. I'd be like, I'm done. Like, yeah. How how do you, how many movies are made? Well, before pre-COVID, I should say, how many movies are made every year, and you don't hear about horror stories like that? Two on one movie, you're, you're. I'm not saying him himself, but your crew is doing something wrong. I mean, there's so many movies made, and yes, there is accidents in some movies, but two on one set that are that severe. I, I, I could say like someone might break an ankle or do something like that. that that'll happen, but too were near life threatening. Yeah. Life threatening on one set one became fatal and one was near fatal. Yeah. So, so I feel you, like you probably stop while you're yeah. ahead while your crew is still, you know, breathing. Yeah. It's almost like you're pushing it so hard that you just want the money. That's what it looks like to me. If you're pushing it that hard that you just like, you said the uh, box or the budget was forty million. So you're you're undercutting your last movie, and you're just pushing it that hard. And you you killed one person. Well, he not intentionally, but you. All two people, one died and one almost died, and you undercutted the movie. That seems like a money push to me. Like, well, that's the studio. Care, like, the, the, so Paul Anderson doesn't. The directors don't really. They put out like a. Hey, this is how much I would need to make the movie. And the studio is like, no, we're going to give you this. So it's the studio that gives him the money. And to be honest, there's a lot. I mean, I can guarantee that there's a lot of studio bullshit behind the scenes of this whole franchise. Oh, well, okay. So even without the money, though, if two of those things happen, 
on you. Yeah, it should just shut down production. Just, just stop. Like, I understand they're not in the movie. There's one was a stunt woman, and one was I don't know what the other one. Yeah, was. they were both. Uh, I don't. Yeah, it's just said a crew, a person. cameraman or something, or crew person. Exactly what so, he was. It's like they're. Yeah, they might not be in the movie, but their lives matter, and you kind of just like went on without it. Like, okay, we dedicate. I'm sorry, but dedicating the movie to him doesn't mean shit. In the end, because your crew let this mistake happen in the in the beginning of it, so I dislike I this movie even more now. Yeah, really? yeah. One person died, and one person almost died, and ended up losing their arm, and had a bunch of reconstruction reconstructive surgery due to problems on the set. Like the fact that these things happen, I now hate this even more yeah that's uh, that turns a pretty sour yeah it's just not not a good sign and then the way that this movie turned out just put a, a terrible they for, they didn't put the cap on you know secure enough no, and so it shits you're, just you're, everywhere. you're literally like not even against the movie but you're dedicating a, a horrible movie to this guy or whoever it is so it's not even like a good dedication. Like, oh, I dedicate this, you know, half-assed movie that I put together for you. Thank you for, yeah. your, you know, being my cameraman or whatever he was. I don't know. It, it's it, That's a bad taste in my mouth. That's all I know. All right. Uh, so in the beginning of this movie, before we get into the plot, and I'll talk about it again, uh, in the beginning of this movie, it opens uh, just the dumbest opening ever, especially when we saw what how the last one ended. Here's the explanation of everything okay so the film takes place three weeks after the end of retribution despite being released four years later it's never revealed what became of jill valentine ada wong leon kennedy and becky who all survived the previous movie but are absent in this one so it is implied that they all died off screen during the battle of the white house and i guess if you read the novelization of this movie uh it puts it puts it you know, into better detail of how everything went down. Um, but no, who the, who the fuck is reading the novelization of this stupid ass movie? In reality, uh, the girl who played Becky, uh, she didn't return because she outgrew her role. Uh, the uh, actress who played Ada Wong, Bing Bing Lee, uh, she had other commitments, which I'm trying to think this might've been when Transformers five came out. She was in that and uh, Gilroy wasn't even asked. So there you go. Three weeks and it turned into that. Okay. Uh, also, the reason why Claire Redfield wasn't in Retribution was because Allie, Allie Larder uh, was pregnant. So there you go. Um, another cool thing that I... Uh, one cool thing, I guess, to say uh, that came from this movie. So uh, Megan Carp uh, Carpenter, I don't know how... If that's how you pronounce her last name. Uh, the last girl to play the Red Queen, she outgrew the role of the Red Queen um, from Retribution. She was recast by the real-life daughter of Mila Jojovich and Paul W.S. Anderson, Ever Anderson. So that's why the Red Queen and this daughter looked exactly like Mila, because it's her daughter in real life. So, cool, I guess. That and she has a British accent because her father, uh, Paul W. Sanderson, is uh, from the UK. 
And so I think all their kids have the accent. So that's why it was very confusing that she had an accent uh, and, uh, you know, Alice doesn't. And the two Milas didn't. Yeah. Um, oh, even the girl that she's modeled after doesn't have the act, you know, the woman. Um, but yeah, it's because it was her first ever film role. And are you going to ask this girl like, Hey, we need you to have an American accent in your first ever movie. No, they're just going to have her talk. Um, but that was one cool thing, I guess that I noticed in the trivia, um, which I was like, damn, they really found an action. They found a girl who literally looks identical to me. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. That's why. Oh my God. Do I have to talk about this movie? No, I think podcast over. We already talked about how ridiculous. <laughs> um, I guess uh, another cool thing: Claire actually wears the outfit she wears in the games, and and also at the end of the show, I do want to do like a mini review on uh, Resident Evil uh, Infinite Darkness. I watched it a couple days ago, and I have some thoughts. Piggy, have you seen it yet? Okay, well, I, I won't spoil anything, but I'll just give you what I think of it since we're talking it's about Resident Evil. It's animated series that just came out, right? Yes, it's a four-episode, very short. It's like 22-minute episodes. It's four episodes, but I'll give you my thoughts on it at the end of the show without spoilers. So I haven't seen it because I was watching this and I didn't want to taint it. I didn't want to be like, these movies suck, and then go and watch that and be like, this sucks. No, or no. this is amazing and because to be, I just want to yeah. so to be honest though my thoughts could be skewed because of the fact that I hate these movies yeah, you know I, I think I was watching it but I'll talk about it later Um. alright so here we go the plot of Resident Evil the final chapter oh boy and guess what can't have a, a Resident Evil movie start without an Alice voiceover explaining, uh, you know, pretty much how the T-Virus and Umbrella came to be. And we get to meet Dr. Marcus. Where's he been for six movies? Who knows? Um, He's the founder of Umbrella or the co-founder of Umbrella. And you find out that the other person who founded Umbrella was Dr. Isaacs. Did they explain that in the prior films? Nope. Uh, so Dr. Marcus's daughter, uh, had a, has a rare disease that causes her to pretty much her body like ages faster. It's kind of like, has anybody ever seen the Robin Williams movie, Jack? That's pretty much what this girl had. She ages faster than normal people. Um, Dr. Marcus is literally the, the brains behind the T virus and he pretty much experiments with the T virus on his daughter to try to stop this, you know, this disease or slow it down. Guess what? This is a rehash from apocalypse explaining Ashford and his daughter and why he used the T virus on his daughter. And guess what? The daughter looks exactly like Alice. Oh my God. So, uh, so they explain how you know, how Marcus uses the T virus on his daughter. She's getting better. She's you know, she, and all that fun stuff. Uh, but then we go to like a sky lift. It's, is that what they're called? I can't remember. It was a, uh, yeah. And we see a bunch of people looking out the window and everything. And then this kid um, starts coughing and he claps on the floor. Somebody goes to 
help him, and he turns into a zombie. And that's and that little boy is patient zero for all of this shit. And I hate <laughs> the fact that we've turned around from Raccoon City being the like actual epicenter to being like, yeah, so this happened somewhere else, but we stopped it. Yeah. And like we fixed that. We fixed that. But Raccoon City still happened. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. So we go back to uh, Marx's really cool office that like views the ocean. I'm like, man, I wish I had money to buy a house like that. <laughs> so that's a cool ass office. Um, and uh, Marcus is like, we need to shut the program down because it's, it, you know, we either he just wants to shut it all down completely. He doesn't even want to keep going with it. And Isis is like, no, nah, bro, if, if you're not going to do anything with it, we're just going to have to get rid of you. And who's the person who kills Marcus Wesker because he's got to be there. He's freaking Isaac's crony because he's and he's got his cool sunglasses on. God, I hate Wesker. Uh, Isaac then becomes the guardian of the daughter because that makes fucking sense. Uh, Isaac's created the Red Queen based on uh, Marcus's daughter. So the model also. Actually, I don't think they, they uh, specifically say anything about Alice yet. We'll get to that. We then get the lovely thing of Alice recapping all the events of the prior movies because we need this every fucking time. Oh, such laziness. But also the recap leaves out so much so of much. what actually happened yeah. in the movies <laughs> because they can't put back in the details of the things that don't line up properly and make sense. So they got to just leave those out so you don't remember those, yeah. right? I, That's how I, I have to use the restroom because I'm going to miss a lot. So, you know, it's a time. <laughs> but I'll be back. All right. Um. So... <laughs> So Alice, at the end of her recapping everything that happened, she goes, my name is Alice, and this is the final chapter. And I went, thank God. So did I. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is almost over. I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, so bad. And then it was just like, here's another hour and 35 minutes for you. Yeah. Washington, we now see the sky view of Washington, D.C., and it is a wasteland. So it is three weeks between the end of Retribution and this film. And boy, Washington, D.C. got smacked. Uh, and then Alice goes over to a watering hole, starts drinking the water. Don't drink that water. I said, don't drink that water, Alice. There might be big zombies in there. And guess what? A big old boy comes out of there. Like, I want to eat you, Alice. And then she she shoot him. No, she just like crawls away from him because he's got razor wire all around his leggy boy. Oh, yes. He didn't pull free of that, right? Yep. Even though he is a very soft, bloated, waterlogged zombie. Right. So I just, yeah, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. We then get Alice wandering around. She finds a crate of uh, weapons and she also finds a Hummer. Uh, does the bat attack her before she hops in the Humvee or does it yeah, so okay that pops out and she goes running I'll give you the TLDR of it she goes running and for some reason there's a Humvee with a bunch of really nice explosives in the back 
there's like a whole duffel bag just packed to the brim with those and the keys are in the ignition and despite it being 10 years since the initial problem of this all happening the car just starts with very little struggling Mm -hmm. and then she drives off and she's driving away from it and then it catches up to her and she turns around and somehow she launches perfectly to pin this bad boy between the truck and another wrecked truck she pins the nice bat boy and then she sets one of the explosives there and she's like maybe a foot and a half from it when it goes off and it detonates but oh, yeah. it launches her like 12 feet and yep. i'm like wow it's amazing that your clothes are not completely and totally just disintegrated no. and you are burnt to a crisp yep. what bothers me more is that she doesn't have her powers anymore so she should be dead so forget the clothes she should just be dead like the claymore went off when she literally got out of the door and it blows her and then she just gets up like Meh. Oh, something hurts. But what? I do want to add for anyone who listened to the show last week, at the end of Retribution, Wesker stabs Alice with a thing and says that he gives her her powers back. Guess what? She explains at the beginning of this movie, it was nothing. It was a pretend. He pretended to give her her powers back. She doesn't have her powers back. I think the thing made her dumber is, is really what he injected in her because, man, she's really dumb in this movie. Uh, so yeah, she gets attacked by this giant bat creature as she's driving this Humvee and boy, the editing is just, it starts off great. Just her, the bat, her, the bat, her, the bat. What is this? Who taught these people how to be so like, what is Who's the cinematographer on this? It's awful. I was, I literally got like a little bit nauseous. I was like, what? I had to like look away for a second. What is this? It's awful. She drives head and she literally like she drives down this like perfectly straight pathway, turns around and then drives straight into the bat. Um, You think it dies, but it doesn't. Uh, it it like tries to claw at her and then she she ends up killing it. And, but I, c- I can't see shit, so I don't know what's actually happening. That's just to listen. There's some of these things where I have to guess what happens because I can't tell what is actually happening. That's how ridiculous the editing is in this movie. Most of the really, really like intense moments in these in this movie specifically, this one, I don't know what was happening. Just suddenly there's like a blood spray or there's like a shiny thing and like yeah. that's it. That's all I see. And I'm just like, yeah. what is happening? What is going on? I'm like nauseous right now just thinking about it. So after that all happens, she wanders around and then uh, it's this really loud alarm goes off and then we get the the view of a, a camera locating Project Alice as she's wandering through the desolate streets of Washington. But you start hearing this like fax machine noise and I'm like, at first I'm like, is that the movie? Like, what is that noise? But then they like could completely like, I feel like she completely ignores it because it turns off for a good period of time. I'm like, oh. All right. And then it starts again. I'm like, what is going on? And then she, uh, she wanders into the dark, into like this dark basement. Uh, and she grabs a knife and I put, that's not a knife. This is a knife. Great line from Crocodile Dundee. Got to throw that in there. Every time somebody like gets a big giant Bowie knife out of there, <laughs> that man just warm up cheese. Yes. My Adam is just snacking right now. 
<laughs> this is how all of us made it through is <laughs> smacking in alcohol. Like I just I have we to would survive. not have survived. <laughs> uh, I I was gonna make a big drink, but I got water instead, and I'm regretting it. So I got pretzels and some dip. <laughs> oh. So I'm still alive. So we then meet the new Red Queen, who, as we said before, is played by Ever Anderson, uh, Mila Jojovich, and Paul W. Anderson's real-life daughter. So, hey, that's why they look very much alike. Uh, She wants Alice to destroy her. There's only 4,000 humans left on the Earth. Um, So right now, I guess the Red Queen is good. And uh, Wesker was a bad guy the whole time. No shit. Uh, she has 48 hours to stop. She to shut down the program to destroy everything. So she has her watch and the Red Queen programs her watch for 48 hours. Uh, and then Alice gets in a car and she has a really hard time driving. Uh, she has to go back to Raccoon City because uh, she has to go back to the hive. So she got to go back to the place it all started. But she is not having a good time driving. She crashes her car. She fucks herself up. Um, and then she gets sna- snagged in a trap uh, below a bridge. And then umbrella soldiers come out of boxes. Like, this dude literally emerges from a box on the side of the road as Alice discovers his motors. I'm like, what the... F- what? <laughs> I, wonder, <laughs> I wonder, like, how long has this man been in this box for? <laughs> like, Why does umbrella make... Like motorcycles. Uh, Why motorcycles? I have so many questions about about uh, umbrellas fucking manufacturing because they also have name brand chainsaw. They also have name brand. They don't. They don't actually make. They don't actually make the bikes. They just put their symbol on it. They just stick stickers on them. They're just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! It's their way of you know. I don't know. So as I mean, Alice is hanging, I can't save it. I can't save it. So as Alice is hanging upside down, uh, she ends up f- destroying all of these umbrella soldiers. Like she just oh, that, fucks them all that up. That scene was so badass. Yeah, I couldn't tell what was actually happening. All I saw was everybody was on the ground. It's like, well, I guess she beat them all up. Because again, I felt like I was in the a dumbest game. editing ever. Oh my god. Uh, that scene would have been absolutely beautiful. It would have been on par with the underwater scene of the last movie if they had done it right. If they hadn't just taped a camera to her ankle while she's holding on to her own leg, shooting everything. If they would have actually put some thought, time, and effort into how they had recorded this it could have been a beautiful cinematic fight scene but instead they were like we're just gonna tape a camera here we're gonna tape a camera here and every three seconds we're gonna shift where we are like that's all we're doing so my when i was watching this i was like you know what they could have done just had a, a camera literally just do like a michael bay around her as like as she's fighting one soldier, like it shows it from that angle, but it's like a continuous shot. It's not just like it's again it's just so many cuts. Like I, this editor is literally sitting at his desk, just fucking cutting everything. I, ah! And he's not even using an actual cutter for the film. He's got a he's got a machete. He's fucking he's Jason Voorhees is in this shit. Just 
Paul W. Sanderson's coming in like, it's beautiful. Fuck. So bad. Oh, so we always wanted to be a chef, but I went to videographer school. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So uh Alice beats them all up, kills them. I don't know what the hell she does to them. Uh, but she gets herself off of her little trap there, and then she tries to ride the bike, but the bike says no, no, and shocks her, knocks her ass out. Alice wakes up and she is now a prisoner in this like tank with a bunch of other prisoners, and they're just like, Shh, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. And then who comes in? Isaacs. He ain't dead. Or at least that's what you think uh, when you see him. Oh, is this, this, this can't be the same one, right? Uh, and yeah, so, and then there's some weird cult shit going on where he's like, what do we do to people who don't obey? And they're just like doing this weird chant. I'm like, why is this in this movie? Well, it had to do with the scene. Are we at, oh no, I'm trying to think of the timeline. Uh, when he talks, no, that's after. Never mind. We'll talk about that after. Yeah. He tries to save himself later. Yeah. So. Oh, actually, no, you do find out in the scene that this is a clone. So this is, well, you don't find out this is a clone. He, so Alice uh, thinks this is, is uh, the actual Isaacs. So the one that she kills in Apocalypse, or no, in Extinction, uh, was actually a clone. It's just more clone crap. Everybody's a clone in these movies. Who's a real person? I don't know. There's so many clones. These movies should like just that. been. These movies literally should just have been called clones. It's like that weird Al Yankovic song. Isn't it strange? <laughs> Feel like I'm looking in a mirror. <laughs> Everybody's a clone. I think I'm a clone now. Everybody's a clone. Yep. Everybody. You see yep. someone, they're a clone. Yep. Claire, she's a clone. Yep. Jill, she's a clone. She's not even in this movie. Nope. Rain, not even in this movie either. But you know what? She's a clone. I mean, there were clones of her in the last one. So I guess you're right. Uh, okay. so after all of this, Alice, uh, then gets thrown behind. She gets tied up on her wrists. She gets thrown in the back of the tank and pretty much dragged along. And guess what? There's a few, zo- no, not a few zombies. There is literally the population of New York city following her, following behind her right now. I, I, I holy shit. Alice, uh, Alice then gets loose and she beats the shit out of the, the guys standing on top of the tank. And we get a, we get a, a decent fight between uh, Alice versus Isaac, or at least I think there was a fight there. The editing was so fucking spotty and sh- I couldn't, I couldn't see what was actually going on. It was just dog shit. Alice, uh, she takes round one as she cuts Isaac's hand off and then hops on a bike and says, bye. Okay. I want to comment. Like the real Isaac could be dead. She had a knife to his throat, and then instead of just killing him, she goes, "I need your hand for the bike." Sorry. Yeah. I need a so, hand for yeah. this. So the thing that got me with this whole fight scene, outside of her just not murdering the the real Isaacs is um so she's running behind these tanks and they are they're going like it looks like it's maybe 10 to 12 miles an hour max yeah and which is faster than the average person can run for a prolonged period of time so that makes sense 
but the zombies are like stuck behind the tank as soon as she gets up on top of the tank the zombies are all along both sides of the tanks like they catch up and they surpass they overtake the tanks and that's how she kills like half of the people that she's fighting is like pushes them off and she's like have fun zombies down there why didn't they run fast enough to catch her in the first place? Unless they slowed down, which is not something that the tanks were ordered to do, so this shouldn't have happened. Right. I just, I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of problems with this scene. Hasn't this been just the whole series, though? It's just so many fucking questions. It's just unreal. Nothing. Nothing has ever been answered in any of these. Any of these movies have not answered a single thing in anything. Oh. <sighs> So Isaacs gets pulled back into the tank and he's in pain. Uh, Wesker locks. Uh, Wesker is actually in the hive right now. And he tells the red queen, lock her down, lock her down. Uh, Alice uses the, the hand to take control of the bike. She drives away and then tosses the, the hand. And we get a good shot of a zombie picking up uh, Isaac's hand and taking a good old chunk out of it. Just mm, hand. Uh, we are now back in Raccoon City, or what was Raccoon City? Uh, so I guess we didn't retcon uh, Apocalypse because the big giant crater from the bomb that was detonated over Raccoon City in that movie. Um, yeah, there's the the craters there. Um, and then Alex gets slapped by a trap. Like she, her aware. What what happened to her? Like she, she's just getting fucked up in this entire movie. She's so dumb in this movie. <laughs> she's literally the. She's the oh, dumbest they wrote, person. They wrote her so bad in this. This is terrible. We then meet Claire again, because Claire is still alive, everybody, and she's wearing her cool red jacket. And we get to meet a whole nother group of people, because this is what we need, another group of people to go, cool. And then they all die, and you go, oh, I'm glad I got attached to them. <laughs> Fucking st- Wait, like, why do they have anyone? to do this? Well, no, listen, if you're going to make a, you know, film franchise, you know, with all these, that was the problem with like Transformers. You know, th- those movies are bad, but at least I would rather watch all those for 12 hours than watch these again. Like, this, at least they had consistent characters in multiple movies and they all, like, it all made fucking sense. These movies make no sense. If they would have taken all of the main characters and started off with them and then continued through the series with them. So Claire, Jill, Leon, Alice, everybody like that. Like Alice could have been the pinpoint because she's not in the game series and then had everybody else who comes in and like tries to help and stuff like that. And they all kind of survive around each other and they all just kind of exist in like a group together. That would have made so much more sense and it would have been a lot better overall than this weird, like, we've got a couple characters from this part of the franchise and a couple from this part of the franchise and a couple from this part too. But also, we're never going to bring them back. We're never going to explain what happens. We're just going to assume that they die and that's what everybody needs to do. And so, like, every single movie is just whiplash of them being like, hey, Here's a bunch of people who are still alive. You should get attached to them in about five seconds because they're going to die. Yeah. Like, no, 
No. no, I didn't get attached to any of these characters. I could have cared. The only one I I was really like, man, I really hope she makes it to the end was Ruby Rose's character. I really like Ruby Rose. Uh, she was in the Meg. Uh, she was in uh, John Wick Two, I think, and then uh, she was in the first season. She did the Batwoman uh, show on CW first season, but she's awesome. She did uh, uh, Orange is the New Black. Too. Yeah, that too. Uh, she's she's awesome. And to be honest, I didn't mind her in this movie. And then they had to go on and kill her. And I was like, well, fuck, fuck me then. Can I ask what happened before she died? Because all I saw was the fan and like a bunch of blood everywhere. So and the fan it, it, like didn't explain who died. It was just like no, it was, it was she, the fan. Tur- the fan died. turned on. It was really strong. And Alice was ho- holding on to her and she lost the grip. And then she just flew into the fan. And then, well, they had the backpack. Yeah. But who died before then, her? Because there was a guy, I think, who was well, like trying to hold on, and then like it showed it showed something falling into the fan, and then there was like blood dripping around the sides, and then the whole thing with Ruby Rose happened, which was I hated that because I actually wanted Ruby Rose to like. I think she survive. was the, she was I the one she who was the only one. Died in the fan. The other guy died beforehand at the barricades. Oh, okay. Because yeah. like, yeah, I just she was the reason because she the fan she hits the fan and the yeah. literally the fan turned off like five seconds later and then you see like chunks of meat and the blood dripping something, from the blades. Something does get sucked into the fan before her, but it's not a human. It was like yeah. it was some item. Oh, okay. I thought it was a person because I feel like it showed blood at that point in time and I was just like, but who died? Because the other dude, like the main dude who was like so I misjudged you, blow me, like that hard ass, he died from the dogs and then the, like, if they had made Ruby Rose the bad guy in all of this, I would have liked that a lot more than the doc. Because the doc, like you don't hang out with him. He immediately is hella suspicious and like just he survives right when they kill everybody else. So it's just like could have made Ruby Rose where you made her like the most likable character and you made her matter to everybody. It would have been better if like during that whole fan thing, Ruby Rose lived and Doc was the one who fell in there. Yeah, right. Just like, oh no, oh, no. Not the can't. Can't kill him. Uh, so Doc uh, helps Alice after her little accident with the weird trap thing they had. Uh, convinces Claire to go to the hive to release... Or Alice convinces Claire to go to the hive to release this uh, airborne antivirus that the Red Queen um, was talking about. That's when we meet Ruby Rose. She's like the mechanic of the whole thing. Uh, she has this really cool like modified crane. Um, and I just love her. She's great. She she she's a big fan of sharks and uh, she has a lot of really awesome tattoos and she's just cool. Uh, Isaac's is pissed. He is ready to fuck shit up. Uh, he actually ends up killing everybody in his tank. He just mercs them all. He's like, it's just me. I'm doing this by myself. Uh, Alice and the gang have some old school tactics to fight back. Uh, pretty much a lot of medieval uh, tricks here where they. They got a bunch of barrels they're going to set on fire and throw at the the tank and the zombies and all that, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, But uh, another stupid-ass decision by Alice. She sees the one survivor running from this literal population of a a small city running at this fucking fort. 
And she's like, open the gates. No! What are you doing? Did you really think this was going to work? If I was everybody else in this group, I'd be like, excuse me? Did you see how many of them there are? You can't even see anything else. It's just zombies. I'm sorry, lady. Yikes. Alice, what the hell are you doing? She tells him to open the gates. You have Doc and uh, Christian. Was it both the guys or was it Claire down there? I don't fucking know. It was two. It was two people. They were shooting at the zombies waiting for the girl to come. But guess what? It was all a ploy because they end up killing the survivor uh, as she's about to get there. And then the zombies are able to overcome the gate. Oh, no, we have a breach. No shit. Dumbass. God damn, Alice. But Alice does a really. It's actually Christian. Yeah, whatever. Christian, Christian, useless character. I'm the angry guy. Uh, Just the angry guy. There's always got to be that guy. Shut the fuck up, dude. Because you can't have Chris. We already have Chris, and Chris has disappeared. We have no idea where Chris has gone to. He's dead. Exactly. He's dead. You gotta have Christian. Yeah. He's freaking dead. Alice, uh, there's a big old fire. They're throwing fireballs and shit, and then Alice jumps on the tank and blows it up. But guess what? Isaacs isn't in there. Or at least I don't know how this all happens. Uh, She gets her ass whooped by the so there's one other guy it was the uh it was like a computer he was the so guy he, who was driving the tank right when when isaac when isaac's in the tank he only kills one guy he only kills the guy that says that his orders are not he keeps the other guy that gives him the water and he keeps the the asian guy i don't know his yeah name. i don't they, i don't um, even think he had a name they I, never say his name because i was like what was his name and because they never say it when she goes out to the tank, she kills the first guy with the shotgun, and then the Asian guy starts attacking her. Yeah, and he whoops her ass until she gets into a position where she can take her shotgun out, and she blasts him. Um, She's and then like, you might be fast, but you're not that smart. Yeah, uh, but he's still alive, and they end up strapping him to the back of the tank. And doing the same thing that they did to Alice before, but un- uh, he gets overrun by the zombies and gets eaten. But none of, none of the zombies came and like attacked them while they're standing in this giant group, but literally 10 feet in front of them when they're dragging the dude, they come running after yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was weird that they're like, <laughs> there's the guys, the guy comes out, he's screaming, he's like, there's too many of them still here. And you're like, where? I don't hear anything. And right. then, of, of course, when the tanks are driving with him, they're like, Rrr. it's like, oh. Okay. And they all just stand there and like have a casual conversation too. They're like, fun for you. Yep. And he's just like running, looking at them because all the zombies are coming. And it's like, they were less than like 10 feet away from you. And you guys are just standing there, just totally kosher with all of this. Sure. Oh, Lord. Okay. I do have to say, the only scene I thought was pretty cool in this entire film was the gasoline scene where she pours all the gasoline in the hole and she just starts throwing torches and all the the fires just kind of going down as a trail at first and then it, it ignites all of them. I thought that scene was actually, I think out of everything, that was the only thing I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool when you can actually see something, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I really liked that until the explosion started happening and they started doing the jumping around thing again because yeah. one, gasoline doesn't explode. Two, like, you're just pouring gasoline on everybody. It 
it would it would come down like almost like a lava and they didn't do that instead they were like here's all these explosions and it's yep. just like the lava would have been cooler and you wouldn't have had to jump around a bunch so uh after all this after it all ends uh alice needs to go to the hive she only has a certain number of time didn't really look see how much time there was um but everybody's like i'm in i'm in i'm going i'm going and she's like all right let's go usually in usually in that situation there's always like i'm gonna go and they're like no you need to stay here but i'm glad they're like yeah everyone can come let's just let's just all go uh <laughs> wesker's just chilling in the hive uh in this like really fancy control room and he says to release is it operation cerberus or is it project cerberus I think it's project cerberus because that's just right. kind of like what it was called back then too like in the games it was project cerberus when they were like messing with all the dogs but the dogs were not the end result in the project cerberus yeah so so he says that and i immediately know oh the dogs are back yay oh but i don't like these ones because they literally are all cg there is no practical with these dogs uh, that's all CG. The only reason I think they look okay is because it's dark. So you really couldn't like be like, oh man, that looks really bad. Like it was dark. So they weren't terrible looking, but it was still, I don't know. I like the practic the practicality of like the uh the you know other films that had dogs in it. They had used real dogs and then they added a little bit of CG, especially with like the ones from four where they had to have the weird, you know, their fucking body splits in half as they attack you. Uh, so the editing is just up again. The editing is just terrible in the scene as the dogs are attacking the group. And, uh, guess what? Christian dies or Christian dies. And oh no, the red queen then, uh, shows the remainder of the group flashback to when Isaac persuades the umbrella board to let him start the apocalypse on his own terms, literally in the board meeting. It's just like, let's just, uh, let's just start a freaking, you know, an outbreak. Let's do just it on purpose. Kill everybody. Yeah. And everybody's like, that sounds like a dope idea. Right. Isaacs. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Please. And then, yeah. And then you hear a voice, uh, the woman at the, f uh, the front of the table there. She, you hear her voice. You can't really pick out who it is. I had an idea of who it was. But I was like, oh, I just don't care, to be honest. And then uh, they make it to this tunnel where there's this big giant wind. There's a big giant fan uh, just chilling there. And uh, Wesker turns it on um, as he's about to turn it on, though. They're trying to get through it. And you get a really cool scene where everyone gets through. But like Ruby Rose's character, which I can't remember what her character's name was in it. Uh, she's trying to get through it. And Alice does it really cool way of like she like grabs her and like throws her out and then like barely like escapes the blade as it's spinning. Uh, but then five seconds later, Ruby Rose dies because Wesker goes turn the turn the blades the opposite direction. So pretty much it turns it so that the fan sucks anything in, and then Ruby Rose dies. And it would, that whole rescue scene was pointless. Oh, this is when we see the the tank. Isaac's is in another tank. Uh, and he shoots everybody in the 
in the thing. It's literally bodies everywhere, and it's just him sitting at the control panel fucking eating nuts or something. I don't know. Uh, I actually, like, was... So I was just typing to one of my friends, because, like, I had nothing else. I... I don't know where else to go with this. And I was like, get ready for a rant. And I was like, why, why is Isaac's eating snacks? Where did he get the fucking candy from? Right? Like, <laughs> what is happening? They have snack packs in the tanks. They got to eat. Apparently. Um. But it's been 10 years. 10 years. Most things have a shelf life that are less than 10 years. Where did he get the snacks? In the beginning of the film, she was drinking water that this freaking bloater was swimming in. So, I mean, yeah. Right, it, we then see Alice, Claire, and the gang venture into some vents, uh, but these aren't normal vents. These are a creation of fucking Jigsaw, uh, as literally panels of this vent start collapsing. The first guy falls in it. Uh, he gets hung over a giant pit of whatever it was, and he gets his fingers chopped off as the uh, vent closes, and he falls to his death. Then we see Alice fall into one, and she falls into Leatherface's lair. Uh, literally, it looks like a scene from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's bodies hanging everywhere. There's a workbench. Uh, and then you she, meet she what falls in with razor, right? Is that his name? Razor? Yeah. And then razor falls in, uh, after, um, and then you meet these weird, whatever the hell these things are. What the fuck? What were these some form of tyrant? Okay. But it is they, not they any look tyrant terrible. that comes from anything else. She just says that it's a BOW and it's like, yeah, because all these people know exactly what a BOW is. Right. They don't know it's a biological, like, <laughs> warfare i like it's a biological organic uh weapon is what bow stands for and it's just like these people don't know what that stands for they don't know what you're talking about and also we have no idea what the hell this monster even is because it's just got giant tifuses it's like if the nemesis and then also a liquor and then on top of it like the original tyrant all just had a nice little baby and yeah. it was just weird it was really weird cuz it still has <laughs> eyes i uh uh i don't even know what i was oh they kind of remind me of the like uh tar monsters from Resident Evil 7 the ones that you find in the basement no. it kind of reminded me of those they just were faster you want to know what they remind me of? They remind me of the things from Gears of War, the blind, the berserkers. No, the berserkers are like fucking like tanks. No, but they just their body style is like that's what they reminded me of. Yeah. Well, they're not blind. They're not blind, but the- I forget what they're called. But in Resident Evil Five, there are these things in a freezer, and when like you're in you're in like an, a BSAA or something company. So umbrella, you're in an umbrella knockoff place and you walk into this freezer. It's a freezer for dead BOWs and people who've been infected. And there are these things called regenerate, uh, what is it? The regenerators, I think is just what they're called. And when you shoot them, they're like these big hulky things that look like they're made out of a bunch of vines. They look very similar to the things from Seven, but they're more meaty. Um, but when you shoot them, they just kind of like fall apart and then like clamor back together and then will fight you again and they don't die. So that's what I think this was supposed to kind of be reminiscent of, but rather than actually make it a real opponent, they were like, oh, it's going to 
die. It's yeah. fine. You can just take its head off and it'll be okay. Yeah. Like So Alice you, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I you wanna know what I think. I think if they made these movies and I know the games were rated M all of them, right? Yeah. I think if they made these movies more dark and more adult, I think like But they were they were are they, like they had that opportunity. No. But I think they made him way too like corny and like trying to match the games too much. Where if I think if they just went a little darker and like eerie and adult like, I think they would have been way more successful. I think the whole trying to match the games too too much and being a little too try to match the games. What games? Five and six. Well, I'm just saying, like you know, the horrible outfits of Jill. The oh, well, you know, yeah. just trying to be stupid, corny, the stupid, corny shit that it kind of like ruins <laughs> stories. I, I, I don't know. I think it there's certain games to movie franchises, franchises where they they kind of don't even try to match the game at all, they just kind of take the characters, but they make their own story off of it. I feel like those are way more successful. Like, look at the for example, The Witcher show. I mean, it, it it has to do with the game, but not really. And they made this own story, and it was successful. And I think that's where this failed, is that they just... He just had this image, like, oh, I can just, you know, write this plot about that kind yeah. of like the game, but not. And it was, it was way too corny. The st- story was horrible, and it just... Maybe A lot of this is a person who has never played the Resident Evil games, who has never even watched somebody else play the Resident Evil games, who has never seen what they were all about. Like, in like he, he just never played them. It was a person who has never played them, who literally went on Wikipedia, took their names, and read just, like, a couple phrases from every single game, and then was just like, this is what this is going to be. And he went the route of an action movie when none of us wanted the action. We don't love Resident Evil for the action. There are people who will like these movies for the action specifically, and there are people who like the action part of the games. But no one, it, like, if you go to the vast majority of us, we want the horror. We want the scariness. We want to have that anxiety back where you're just like, what is around that next corner? That's what we want. That's what we loved. That's what made us fall in love with these with this franchise in the first place. And instead, he's like, it's an action movie. When he had so much material to turn this into a horror game movie without having to follow the movies, it's without having like... to follow the games perfectly. Like, you don't have to do that, especially with a totally different character like Alice. You could just make up shit that as long as you know the basics of the storyline of what happened, you would have been fine. And this, even this movie, if they had gone the horror route and tried to make this scary rather than being like, the whole time, it would have been a good movie. (laughs) But it wasn't. It was just garbage. When I rewatched these movies, the first thing I thought about was not saying that it's a a phenomenal movie but the silent hill series when the first time i ever watched silent hill the first one i was terrified i mean the way that the 
the eeriness of that. If they did that with Resident Evil, just brought that eeriness that, like, that Silent Hill movie when I, I was pretty yeah, young. The first one. The first one. The we're, first we're, one. We're talking about the first the, one. Yeah. That's what that's what I said. The yeah, first yeah. one yeah, yeah. was it scared the shit out of me. And if they just did that, like, but that's what it was meant to be. If you play a Silent Hill game, you don't go, oh, this is action packed and this. No, it's meant to be scary. Right. And that's. I'm currently playing Silent Hill 2, and 90% of it's just a walking simulator. Yeah. But it's the fear of not knowing what's around that corner. It's the fear of hearing the static from your little radio and not knowing what is actually over there. Is it Pyramid Head? Is it like, is it a mannequin? Is it a nurse? Or is it something that you've never seen before? You don't know. And they keep you on your toes with all of that, which they did in this movie. They kept that anxiety. They kept that little bit of fear. They kept you wondering kind of what's around the next corner, but they also left it open to having the action. And then Resident Evil 4 did moderately decent and everything just went to shit. They were just like, everybody wants action. Call of Duty's doing great. They want action. Resident Evil 4 did pretty good. They want action. They want the action. And so they just threw everything else out the window. And it's just like, we don't like Uh, this. We don't like this. None of us like this. No. So this uh, tyrant or whatever the hell this thing is, it kills Razor and Alice does a cool little chain whippy thing and ends up killing the creature with it. Um, but you can't really tell because the editing and the jump cuts are just absolutely terrible. There's 24 minutes left until everything goes to shit, and hopefully it's the end of this goddamn movie. Isaac's doing some really reckless driving as he's trying to get to the hive um, with his big giant horde of zombies behind him, but he's just he doesn't give a fuck. He's going down this big giant crater. like He's, he's just going nuts. Um, we then end up uh seeing the 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 laser room again but it is not being kept up it's very dirty <clears throat> we then go down an elevator or something into the senate room from star wars the prequels literally it's what it looked like it was literally this platform in the middle of a room with all the uh, the the cryo chambers that all the rich people are in and i'm like damn this is literally like they just re like reskinned the senate room from the prequel movies Oh. So we then find out uh, that the Isaacs that we've seen the yeah the Isaac that we have seen throughout this movie is a clone. We meet the real Isaac uh, as he is waking up by uh, woken up by Wesker. Yay! Wait, isn't isn't that the clone? No, Wesker. No, Wesker wakes up uh, the real Isaacs from his uh, cryo chamber. Because his cryo chamber was in that room. It was him and I believe probably the CEO, the other the woman, who we'll find out who that is in a bit. Uh that's who were in that room because they were the you know, they were the CEOs of the of the company. They were in that special room where everybody else was in that big giant white room. No, but isn't it, there's a scene where she's thinking about the table and and he says that like I'm the clone. Or something about it being a clone. No, that's because- a little further forward, and that's um, that's where he explains that, like, yeah, he's the real Wesker, and there are several clones that think that they're the real Wesker because that's the point of everything. 
but also he's had some upgrades. The real Wesker's had some up. No, not Wesker. Isaac. Sorry, Isaac. 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 They're like the he is the real one because he's the one who's had the upgrades, whereas the rest of them are just normies. Yeah. So, so you don't. Fine. So you really don't know who the hell. Like it's just stupid. Uh, Claire, Claire was, uh, she fell through the vent and fell into like this weird, creepy, like glass cage. Um, sorry, we One didn't of these mention that. Sauce. Yeah, exactly. She escapes that, uh, Alice and doc who are together going, uh, they meet the real Isaacs or what you think is the real Isaacs. And then you find out doc's a bad guy. Cause okay. Thanks. <sighs> I, uh, Isaacs has powers. He's really fast. So there's a scene where literally Alice is in her head trying to calculate different ways she could kill Isaacs. But Isaacs is like, nah, nah, nah. You ain't even going to reach that letter opener. And then it shows him um, going through the same situations, but him killing Alice. And you're like, oh, shit. Not really. But that's probably the reaction you should have had when you watch this movie. But instead, you're like, how much time is left? You then find out that the original Alice, so the Alice that you've been with this entire franchise. Uh, she is a clone of the daughter of Marcus, Alicia Marcus, who, um, yeah, so she hasn't been getting injected with the T virus anymore. So she is now an old lady, but she's not an old lady. I don't know how old she is. Doesn't really explain she looks that. Like she might be 50, but yeah. like, also, the fact <laughs> is, is like, they said that for her to keep living, she had to be injected with the virus. Yeah. But they uh, didn't explain that it was like the same situation where they had to keep injecting the first daughter like over and over with the antivirus, how she had the little lunch pail full of it. Like apparently this girl didn't need that. Yeah. But also it didn't actually stop anything. So uh Wesker uh had you know, he's he's there, of course. Um, and, uh, Alicia Marcus, of course, comes out of the shadows. Um, and you're like, oh my God, it's, that's, that's just old lady Mila. It's old lady Alice. Like, oh my God. And it's terrible, terrible makeup. Just FYI. It's literally like she dressed up like this for Halloween. It's just not, not very good. Uh, and she says something to Wesker and Wesker's like, well, I work for, I work for Isaac's. And so the Red Queen, so you find out, then find out that the Red Queen will eliminate people if they aren't working for Umbrella anymore. So Marcus Ooh. fires Wesker, and then the Red Queen's like, it's my turn, and she fucking crashes a door down on his leg. So <clears throat> this, this whole scene, I was just like, are you actually fucking kidding me? Because, so... Alicia is like, well, you're fired. Mm -hmm. And, but the Red Queen explains that she won't kill Umbrella employees. Yeah. But all the people in the first movie that she murders yeah. are Umbrella employees. Yep. The whole first movie recap is now just completely forgotten. And she, she murdered every single umbrella employee including the ones that were coming from stars all the way down which stars was employed by umbrella so technically they were employees and she murders everybody mm. everybody yeah. the only person she doesn't murder is alice who isn't an employee 
Yeah. That's just I just stupid. Uh, Claire uh, kills Doc. So it, uh, we didn't mention this before, but Claire and Doc were in a relationship. Uh, but Doc then turns out to be a bad guy. Then everything turns, you know, all the tables get turned there. And then Claire's like, fuck you. And she b- kills Doc. Uh, and then um, is it Alice that gives Wesker the grenades? Like puts it on his chest. Just eh, hold on to these real quick. And then. We get some really good slow motion and Twitter and just awful cuts. Um, it's just an elevator ride of sheer nauseation. Just awful. I don't even know if that's a word, but I just said it because that's how I felt. We then get uh, the fight between Isaacs and um, Alice, and we get another opportunity to see the laser room one last time as Alice dodges all the lasers uh, and then, but, uh, Isaacs has his powers. He's really fast and he actually props up, uh, Alice's hand so that the laser hits her hand and cuts off her fingers. But during that whole thing, she plants a grenade in Isaac's jacket and that blows up and puts a nice hole in his stomach. Um, then we're outside somehow. Uh, then, uh, the Isaac, so Isaac, he crashes the tank. So the clone, the one of the other Isaacs crashes the tank. He gets out of the tank. He's running with the horde of zombies. Um, the, the clone or, uh, they, we then have the, the real Isaac in air quotes for audio listeners, uh, the clone Isaacs from pretty much the rest of this movie and Alice all standing in the very dark cave. Uh, and the two Isaacs run into each other and the clone one goes, who are you? And he's like, I'm you, you fucking idiot. And then he's like, oh, he gets all the clone one gets all pissed off and then just starts shanking him. Just sh- absolutely shanks. Like just like the quickest stab motions ever. Just like, ah! just repeatedly. He's just like, just like so fast. So many times shanks the clone clone like the clone clone shanks the clone and it's just like oh my god it was just so ridiculous watching that because uh because like church isaacs was just like who are you and he's like i'm you but i'm not a clone yeah and he's like no 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 i'm not the clone you're the clone and it uh it was just funny that was a good funny haha moment yeah <laughs> uh but then the the one who stabs the other one uh gets bit by zombies and he gets eaten uh alice uh marcus so alicia marcus she blows up the hive uh and alice releases the antivirus um which immediately just immediately affects all the zombies that are there as you see it like it's like a wave of the zombies as they fall down and then alice of course falls so you think oh this is the end please just have it end here okay no it's not alice didn't die because she has living cells fuck off just end this shit we get all that bullshit and then we get uh and a voiceover about explaining how the antivirus is going to take a while to go all over the world so alice still has to do her job she drives away followed by those big ass bats she had a tough time with those bats in her Humvee, but yet she's riding a motorcycle with these bitches following her. How's that going to end? Who cares? Because this is the end of this shitty-ass franchise. 
and the final plot synopsis of Resident Evil from me. Never again. We don't even have to go through the list. Last, 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 <laughs> last, last. Oh, come last, on. Last. We actually got to talk last. about this, all right? No, last, okay. last. Okay, so last. no, no, no. Isaacs, I would put this Isaacs, all the Isaacs collectively, I would put them together as the best villain. Because, one, the dude who plays Isaacs, he like had to act out all these different Isaacs. He had like four or five different people that he had to act out because they were all just crazily different. And so there's that. Um, so his acting was good. The main Isaacs, the main baddie Isaac who had been asleep in the cryo chamber, piece of shit, not the greatest character in the universe, didn't have a lot of backstory, but I mean, we had a lot of backstory with all the other Isaacs. They were all clones. It makes like... It's a cop-out, but it's not their fault that there was the cop-out of the, of the clones and stuff like that. So out of all of the things, this movie was definitely the worst, but the Isaacs in this movie are the best villains that I have experienced this whole time, just collectively as a unit. May, may, may I ask... Um... Like, how much, like, you say it's the best you've seen. If if it's trash, how high are we going with this bar? Like, how? Um, this bar is pretty <laughs> it's low. It's pretty fucking low. These movies were pretty okay, shitty, okay. so. No, I, I have to agree. I think, the, I think Isaac was the only thing that kept my eyes open, this movie. All right, so we'll yeah. let's get to so, the ra- let's get to the I, rankings then. Last for the movie. Can we let's just get to the villains? Listen, guy, I have listen. Let's, let's get this order right, okay? Stop, stop jumping ahead, man. And then I want, and then I'm gonna I understand. I wanna cut the I wanna cut the fucking ribbon on this. I wanna <laughs> I I ran the marathon. I wanna cut that shit. Alright. So the first list is for antagonists. Right now the list goes number one, Isaac's from Extinction. Number two, Spence and Red Queen from Resident Evil. Number three, Wesker from Afterlife. Number four, Red Queen from Retribution. And number five is Kane and Isaacs. It should just be Kane because Isaacs was kind of like the last five minutes of that movie, but we put him in there uh, in Apocalypse. So, Piggy, you're saying that the Isaacs, I'm going to put the Isaacs because there were more than one Isaacs in this movie. So you're saying that this is the number one antagonist of the Resident Evil franchise, even though this movie is little dog shit. Yes, I would. I would say that the Isaacs of this movie are by far my favorite villains out of everybody. Okay. Um, they have collectively, if you grade them as a unit, um, they have the best plot line and storyline between all of the all of the villains. They have the most in-depth backstory of all the villains. Um, and that's even totally disregarding the previous movies. Um, they just have the most development. They have the best acting. They have the only thing that kept me remotely interested in this movie at all was the Isaacs. Because I, especially once I found out that they were clones and there were several of them, I was just like... I need them to fight. And they did. And they did. It delivered on the one thing that 
that I needed in this full movie. It doesn't make it any less trash, but I got what I wanted. Adam? I'm going to put it number one. I think Isaac, I said that from the very beginning. I think I, Isaac's the only thing that kept me in this movie. I think I think he did a really good job. I didn't like the, I thought was the clone, but I guess it's the real one. I didn't like his, I mean, I think the acting was still good. I didn't like his character because, like I said, a lot of poor writing in this movie. But I think his acting was great. And I think the, the way they did his character was, you know, good compared to the rest. I'm not saying it's great, but it's, so yeah, I'd have to say his character was my favorite of the villains or the whatever you call them. Well, we got two votes for number one, so it doesn't get doesn't matter what I have to say. Um I do well, I mean like I, well, I, I like I said before, I really like uh Ian I think his name is Ian or Ian. I don't know how to pronounce your name and I apologize. I uh Ian Glenn who plays Dr. Isaacs. Uh he is definitely hands down the best part of this movie. And of course he uh is was our number one from Extinction because to be honest, he was the best part of that shitty movie. Um, so yeah, he's definitely the number one for me. I liked, I just, he's, he sold this character, even though it was in a shitty movie. So the final list of antagonists for the resident evil franchise, uh, is number one, Isaacs from the final chapter. Number two is Isaacs from extinction. Number three is Spence and the Red Queen from Resident Evil. Number four is Wesker from Afterlife. Number five is the Red Queen from Retribution. And number six is Cain and Isaacs from Apocalypse. Our second ranking is for the Alice's of the Resident Evil franchise. Where does Alice from the final chapter? Well, actually, let me let me see. Let me tell you what the list is currently. So we have Alice from Afterlife as number one. Number two is Alice from Retribution. Number three is Alice from Apocalypse. Number four is Alice from Extinction. And number five is Alice from Resident Evil. Piggy, where is this Alice going? Well, in the oh, trash. Sorry. All right. She belongs in the garbage. <laughs> so that makes it easy. So uh, our, our final Alice ranking is number one, Alice from Afterlife. Number two, Alice from Retribution. Number three, Alice from Apocalypse. Number four, Alice from Extinction. Number five, Alice from Resident Evil. And number six, Alice from the final chapter. I agree. This was definitely like I thought the Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil Alice was going to be the worst of this entire franchise. But after watching this movie last night and seeing just the dumb, all the dumb decisions she makes in this movie, I, I had to put her here. So and the final rankings for this is the movie itself. Last. Oh, Piggy, that? is this last? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it is wait, the worst. all right. Well, <laughs> let's. So that makes it easy. I won't have to name go through the movies twice. Uh, so our final rankings for the movies, which I will be posting on the Parker Chronicles uh, Twitter um, for anyone to either disagree or have their own op- opinions about this. Um, if you are a fan of this franchise, this film franchise, uh, don't listen to this podcast because it's not going to be in your favor. Um, so the final, yeah, (laughs) I I wanted to love these movies. I wanted to feel like I may have actually missed something with Mm -hmm. these movies. Like I still, I have 
so many questions. Like, so. You need to stop <laughs> asking questions. You, you yeah. need to stop because nothing's going to make it better. The biggest problem that I had with this whole thing and the part that actually like just really fucked me up at the end of the movie. So the Red Queen yeah. tells clone Alice that she is not the Alice all along, right? Nope. She's a clone. Nope. And that she is a clone where they removed the piece of DNA that made normal, like regular, actual Alice age so quickly. They got rid of the bad, the bad juju part, right? Yep. So she is a perfect clone with her DNA used to like just removed with the bad the bad part. So the Red Queen is like, when you when you let the the antivirus go, you're gonna die because everything affected with the virus will die. And so she like she breaks it, believing that this whole time. But if they had told her that she was a clone and all she, the only difference between her and the regular Alice prior to being infected with the T-virus was the fact that they removed that little bit of DNA that made the bad thing happen. Why didn't she know she never had the T-virus in herself the entire time? She still has her powers. She still has those because she never the t-virus in her in the first place yep she has just been injected with the antivirus several times in the franchise and that's it she never actually had the t-virus in her uh, oh wait so the, the whole thing where she says it like it only killed the t-virus but you have good cells in you that's all bullshit it was all bullshit, yes. Because all it does is neutralize the T-virus, but she never had the T-virus in her in the first place, ever. Never. There was never a time when she had it. <laughs> so she still has her psychic powers, too. These movies <sighs> suck. All right, so the final <laughs> rank... <laughs> yes. You're like, I have no answer. Let's oh, just go. So the final rankings for the Resident Evil films are number one, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Number two, Resident Evil. Number three, Resident Evil Retribution. Number four, Resident Evil Afterlife. Number five, Resident Evil Extinction. And number six, Resident Evil The Final Chapter. I just want to state, though, so Resident Evil The Final Chapter is last uh, in our film rankings, but the antagonist is first. And our number one film, which is Resident Evil Apocalypse, uh, the antagonist for that film is our number six what the fuck are these rankings? Who, who did this? Oh, we did. <laughs> oh we did, my God. Actual characters and what was happening yep. in the movies. And that's how bad these movies are. That's how bad is like, there, there is no consistency. There nope. is no plot that makes sense. There is nothing that works in any of these. And like, I, I do still have more questions than I ever entered any of this with. Like I, I was good when I only watched the first movie and well, like when I only remember the first movie and yeah. don't remember two and three, yeah. I was good. But now I just, I wonder what even is my life? <laughs> like, why do I exist? 
Yeah. What did I do with myself for this entire time? Um, I, I just don't. That's it. I just don't. So since we're done with this, with this uh, franchise, uh, I mean, if you've listened to the show the entire almost two hours, we've been live. Um, we're going to go through. Uh, do Would you recommend this franchise to anybody? No. 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 100% Sorry. no. I got aggressive, but I think my brain took enough beating watching all yeah. this. So. Uh, this is just, no. I, do, I, can, I could not recommend any of these. They're just, they're bad, uh, just bad movies. And they were written terribly. Um, and it, it's unfortunate because there's a lot of good talent in these films and they're just wasted because of bad writing no, and just I, bad I, editing I, and all that. I say this loosely, but I, I had more entertainment with the bad Jaws movies than I did with these. Like, like the Jaws movies. I agree. Obviously, were worse movies. I can, I, I have to say that, but they were more entertaining to me. Like, I laughed about them and like joked and like they were more entertaining. They were horrible. Don't get me wrong, but they were enter- didn't even entertain me. Like, I was falling asleep because I was so irritated and just annoyed with how <laughs> bad they were. If somebody asked me if they were like, should I watch the Resident Evil movies? I would literally give them a TLDR of every movie individually and explain how they do not match up. These are not puzzle pieces to the same puzzle. This is just a wild, wacky, random bargain bin. We've dumped all the puzzle pieces together and we want you to try and fit these together, but they never will. They never will. It will never work. Piggy, and <laughs> I just, I would rather just explain everything myself and then have people be like, the way you explain it sounds wrong. And then be like, go ahead and watch them and then have them come back and be like, fuck, yeah. you were right. Your TLDRs were acceptable and we didn't believe you. Piggy, just if anyone ever asks you if they should watch the uh, watch this franchise just tell them to to listen to this podcast you will have a better time listening to every episode of the podcast about these movies and you will actually watching these movies uh they're just they're just terrible they're they're bad and i've seen a lot of bad movies in my life and i am i am a, the type of person who enjoy like i there's a lot of bad movies out there that i enjoy a lot that i am a huge fan of um but this is just it's just bad. Like I should not watch a movie and feel sick because of how bad the editing is. You want to know what I learned from this podcast recently? What's that? Is that we cannot do two horrible series back to back. Hey, not all. Of them. I feel like my- from now on, you all need to give yourselves breaks and like Oh, my at brain least review hurts. a good movie that you know is good that maybe it's a comfort movie even and <laughs> just review that let's the Adam family after this because you know what <laughs> I got I got put into a trap because we're like you're like let's do the Jaws series and the Jaws like the first one is phenomenal the second one is you know it's it's not bad it's an okay one, sequel yeah it's it's not horrible like I enjoyed it. And then the third one is not good. And then it, it goes... Just gets worse. It just gets worse. Garbage. And <laughs> this was just complete garbage. So we went from garbage to 
garbage. To more garbage. Yeah. Yeah. We were all around. Garbage to the dump. <laughs> see, see, the next the next three films we're gonna be reviewing are movies that not a lot of people think are good, but for me and Adam, they're good because it was it's kind of like, you know, we're reliving our childhood because oh, there were movies we watched as a kid and we still I I still watch it's them my, today. So it's my type of humor and entertainment. That's I, those movies caught on. Even though the director is a, a fucking kid. psychopath. Um, yeah, I, I don't still like Michael Bay, but movies. I like those movies. Uh, See, that's how I am with a lot of movies, which is why this is like act, it, it actively hurt me because I I love terrible movies. I some of my favorite movies are the Mortal Kombat movies. Like I'm one of those people. Annihilation is so bad. I love it. You love Annihilation? I love, oh, I love all of the Mortal Kombat movies. So oh, the new I one's have great. Memories of my dad. My dad recorded them on VHS, and the beginning to the second Mortal Kombat movie was actually a music video. Oh my. And he had the music video perfectly timed to where right at the end of it, it would start the movie and there were no commercials. I don't know what superpower my dad had, but he did that recording it off of the TV with two Mortal Kombat movies and two of the Child's Play movies. Ah, Child's Play! I love Child's Play too. I love all of them. Did you see they announced... There's a, a there's a, a Chucky show coming out in October on uh I'm super I'm super excited for that. I just replaced my uh my life-size Chucky doll because I used to have one and now he travels. Um and so I got myself a brand new one. He's still in the box. It's fun. But like I love terrible movies. I love B-rated horror movies. I love those things. And this movie wasn't even bad enough to be good. It was just not good. None of these were good. Outside of the first one, which just has sentimental ties to it for me, they're not good. They're not a good series. They're not good movies. They don't... I just... Oh, I have a lot of problems with this whole series. Well, guess what? It's over. We're done we I'm going to go watch Rubber now because that's a better movie than all these. I, listen, I'd rather I, watch Killer Tire. Yeah, since we're at the end of, of this series, I figured, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about some of the things I've been watching and what I think of them and if I recommend them. So I watched Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Um, wasn't a fan. Uh, it, it was kind of boring to me. It, it, so it's, it takes place after Resident Evil 4. Um, and it just seemed pointless to me. It just didn't seem like anything happened that was worth like the hour. I think it's like there's four 22 minute episodes. Uh, so it's like an, a little over an hour. Wasn't I just wasn't attached to anything. It was cool seeing certain characters. Um, but the story just was kind of kind of fell flat for me. Uh, I heard that it is like a bunch of cutscenes, like unskippable cutscenes. It, it's pretty much what it felt like. It really felt like it was just cutscenes I took from a game that they never released. And the Honestly, end. It probably is. It more than likely, I can almost guarantee you, is like where four was supposed to go is probably what yeah. this is. I just I to be honest, I got bored. I got bored watching. I think I there was times where I wasn't even watching it because I was like, I don't know, like I don't care. Um, me and my wife watched Freaky, 
a couple days ago, which is the Freaky Friday inspired horror movie slasher movie, as we should say, that stars Vince Vaughn. Um, where uh, Vince Vaughn plays a serial killer who stabs a, 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 a high school girl with like a a knife that transports each other's souls into their bodies, and it's it's funny. It's a really good slasher movie, um, and some of the kills are freaking awesome in it. I recommend Freaky. It's on HBO Max. And also, if you are a fr- if you are a fan of American Horror Story, uh, they just came out with American Horror Stories on hulu which every episode is its own thing it does they don't connect with each other um so uh there's some really interesting they're cheesy it's it's american horror story uh it's the same guys who did that so it's 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 cheesy but it's entertaining i enjoyed it um i'm gonna keep i think it's still going it's only like four episodes in and they got some pretty good actors to uh be in some of the episodes what do you guys what have you guys been watching well, Rudy brought up uh, Willy's Wonderland, which is something that I watched recently, which is actually probably my favorite Nick Cage movie that I've ever seen. Um, if you haven't seen it, Nick Cage has the greatest one-liners in the whole movie. Like, it's just nothing but one-liners, and it's amazing. Definitely worth the watch. Um, I also have been watching the anime Made in Abyss. And if you want to be traumatized, what is let it called? Me tell you, made in abyss. Made in abyss. Okay. Yeah, like uh, it's like a it's like a tag where it's like made in the USA or something, but it's just made in abyss. And the plot line is much like the end of this movie. There is a gigantic hole in the middle of the earth that just goes down into this abyss. And people travel down it all the time to collect artifacts and see things that are in there. But the problem is, is there are these gigantic monsters that are held in the abyss. And um, there's these terrifying, horrible monsters all around. They hunt humans. They hunt anything um, that comes down there. And they will kill it if they get a hold of it and stuff. And it's non-discriminant. And the further you go, the more of an abyss it is. It wrecks your mind. Eventually, it'll distort your body. It'll distort your DNA. And it'll make you lose your humanity. So it's a pretty short anime so far. I've gone through the whole first season. I'm on to the movie now that I have to watch. But the manga has been going on longer than the anime. So the manga's into the second season of what the anime would be. So you can keep reading it. But um, there's some really, really just intense, messed up parts, even in the anime. And I'm going back and reading the manga now, which is even more intense than the anime is. But if you want to watch a really fucked up anime, I highly recommend it. It's pretty good. It's got an interesting storyline. Got some really sketchy, weird parts. Um, But it's like... It's mostly psychological horror, uh, despite it looking so adorable. So, yeah, that's mostly what's been taking up my time. Adam, what have you been watching? You want to honestly want me to tell you? Because uh, I've been swapping back from like YouTube, Hulu, and everything. And I just, all I've watched for the past month is serial killer documentaries. Uh, the most recent one was The Toy Box Killer, which was 
probably the most disturbing one I've ever watched, but it was the most interesting. Uh, but I've literally have gone from just like YouTube ones that are 20 minute ones that they have, because not all serial killers have their own documentaries, but I've literally just gone to every single, I guess, uh, thing that I have and just go to different ones. I have this weird fascination. I have always have, but I have like a more of a weird fascination of these stories. I like the stories. I don't think they're good people. Don't get me wrong. I, I just, their stories are so fascinating to me. And uh, that's all I've been doing for probably the last couple months is I just look up. I have this, I actually have a person on TikTok that's, uh, he tells stories of um, serial killers or weird deaths and stuff. And I just look them up and see if they have videos and I just watch them. That's, I feel that's, that. And that's literally all I've watched. I have not watched a single regular show in probably two months <clears throat> other than these movies. I just, I, I don't know. I'm oh, just stuck on them. Yeah. I just love it. Also, I have been obsessed. Um, I have been obsessed with watching a channel on YouTube. It's called Dead Meat. Um, it's a guy who literally uh, review, he, he reviews and counts all the kills in horror movies. It's called The Kill Count. Um, it, it's, I'm addicted to it. I've found out some really weird horror movies that I've never heard of before that he does kill counts about. And it's like, and he's brutal about these movies. If he doesn't like them, he states it. It's a great, he, there's like 300 episodes of kill count. I highly recommend it. It's dead meat. Um, he's been around for like four years. I've been I'm, I'm literally addicted to watching those videos. Um, just wait to be honest. I'm waiting for Candyman at the end of this month. I need to, I'm going to see Candyman in theaters. I would love to do a, um, a show where we talk about the original Candyman and then talk that's, about the the Candyman me, coming out. <clears throat> me, you, and uh, man, that's another classic that we used to watch, Candyman. Yeah, I would love to do uh because I know that this new one is a spiritual sequel to the original Candyman. So I love. I am very excited not, for this new one to come out as uh, well. It looks so but good. I'm find a way to watch it online because I'm I'm still not gonna go to a movie theater. <laughs> I, I, I dare I dare uh, both of you to go into your basement, lock the door, and turn the lights off and say Candyman five times. I'm good, thanks. For well, you're already in your basement. All I gotta do is turn the lights off. But I have to look into a mirror. That's the whole point. Yeah. Like I I can I can do it, but y'all. I can show you pictures of my basement. My basement doesn't need to be haunted. <laughs> my basement is already terrified. Scary enough. It's good enough as it is. All right. Well, that is going to be it for us. Uh, actually, before we go, I do want to state next week we won't have an episode. Uh, we're, I'm taking the weekend off. Um, and uh, so, you know, I, I'm going on vacation starting Sunday, so I won't be able to to do a show. Um, and then we're going to be starting bad boys, uh, the week after, um, there is going to be a schedule change for this show. Um, at come September, me and Adam are, are big time football fans. And Sunday is just not the most ideal day to do this show, especially since that's when football is. So we're going to have to work together and try to figure out, uh, a, sometimes it might just be random days during the week that we record it live and then we'll just release the show, um, maybe on Fridays instead of Mondays. I don't know. It, we got to talk about it and work on it, but, um, we'll have an episode not next week, but the week after we'll have one for bad boys. We're going to be doing the three bad boys movies. 
And then we're going to be talking. And then by probably the final bad boys, we'll talk about what we're going to be reviewing during the month of September. My the, my birthday month, meaning it's going to be a film franchise, it means a lot to me, but we'll keep it a secret until that day. Um, you want to know what it is, everyone? No, I said it's going to be a surprise. Unless somebody guesses it, not you. I thought it was the Playboy Mansion series. Oh, yeah, I missed those. Isn't there a show? No, okay, we're not getting into that. <laughs> um, Piggy will be back. She doesn't know it yet, but she will be back because we're going to be... T- I mean, she just told me she is obsessed with child's play and guess what? Maybe that'll be the October films we talk about because who doesn't want to talk about an, an evil is killer it, at all? It, wait, 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 I love child's play. <laughs> but we have to take a poll between that and Nightmare on Elm Street. We're going to do because... a poll of four different uh, horror film franchises and we'll and then people well, get to vote on what Friday we get to 13th, do. We have Friday the 13th. Halloween. We have. See, Halloween. yeah, we got a lot of They're a lot of fantastic. horror movies. We even have aliens because you can put alien in the horror genre. It is to, and I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Piggy. No, is, I think for October itself, like I think of those four things. Nah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Is it House of I Wax? Watch, I got, Fuck that. I that is watch, never being reviewed watch, on the show. <laughs> I could watch Aliens anytime. I, I, yeah. I mean, that series is great. Well, Piggy you will be back do, for that. For the month of October, just do the first one of each slasher film and just compare them Ooh, and talk about them. I like and that. And do that. Because to be honest, and, if you think about, sorry, if you think about uh, movies in those franchises, a lot of them are just kind of the same thing over and over again. So I feel it probably, like especially Friday the 13th, you have, there's like nine films or there might even be more, but I just feel talking about like maybe the first two or three, but like, yeah, I like that idea of like breaking down. Yeah, like the, Street wins because it has Johnny Depp. But Johnny like, Depp is awesome. Essentially anything horror film, like that is rubber. my jam and the chances are I've seen it rubber. I have seen rubber. I also just watched the blob. Um, like last weekend, I think, or the original. I think it was last time. Yeah, the original one. It was on TV. I think either it was the night before or the same night that we did the last uh, Resident Evil Five review. If you um, want to, I don't remember which one, but yeah, I just watched that with my husband like during dinner. I was like, "Oh, this on, yay!" If you want a weird but good good movie. I mean, good, like, it's entertaining, is The Ritual. It's a good movie. It's it's not, like, it has good acting, and the story is pretty good. I mean, it's it's a little weird, but it's it's a good psychological horror, and yeah. it's pretty cool. Well, Piggy... I just want to, like, start watching a lot of older, yeah. older ones. Oh, man, I love the yeah. old slashers and old, like, Nightmare on Elm Street. I love, I love that franchise. Um... But yeah, Piggy will be back because she's she already says she's going to come back for the Alien franchise, and we're going to be doing all the Alien movies. I think the only ones I don't really want to do is the Alien versus Predator movies because I, I oh I wonder why who's well, one of them was directed by the guy who directed all these garbage movies, so I would rather not review another movie from him for a while or ever. Um, so it'll so but there's a lot of films we have the we have Alien Aliens uh Alien Three and alien resurrection. And then we have Prometheus, which will be part of the alien franchise. Cause it technically is in lore stance and alien covenant. 
So that will be the films we would review. But that'll be sometime in the future. I can't give it a time frame on that yet. But as of re- as you know, for- what, you know a movie that we have to do, and I refuse. All to right, not this do could it. this could literally go all night of no, us no, no. just going. I'm you just, know what we could this review? This is the last one. This is the last one, and it's not a series. It's just one movie, Interstellar. I have to do. No, we're just going to do Christopher Nolan in review. Oh, okay. Because all of his movies are fucking awesome. Um, okay. as for Resident Evil, that shit is done. Done. Ooh. Get the fuck out of here. I'm so I'm so drained. I can't even move. Right. So. I just wanna- sleep forever the episode will be live tomorrow morning at 7 a.m on uh podcast services um at some point soon we're hopefully going to start a youtube so we can post the live shows that we i record here uh on there so you can see our faces as we talk about this and we're going to do other things down the road um shorter shorter videos than this um but i want to thank everybody who has been here for every episode who've been watching live um, I want to thank everybody who listens to the show on the podcast services. You guys are awesome. Uh, I want to thank Piggy for being here for the six weeks to talk about this crazy franchise. Um, always appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Put appreciation in the fact that we ended on Resident Evil 6. And right? I'm also my last portion of the Resident Evil 6 playthrough, which is a solo mission so almost done with both of these there you go all right everybody we'll see you in two weeks have a great week thank you so much bye